Big Fluff. What the heck? There's a pink bag on my chair? Yeah, it's just a whoopee cushion. It's a prank. On me? No, it, you know, it's just a joke. What's the like, joke exactly? What do you mean? My farts don't sound anything like that. My farts are long and way louder and they reek. So what's the joke? That I had a milder fart than I normally do? That nobody's puking from my fart? Is that the joke? That I farted and no one barfed? Cause that's pretty funny actually. That'd be a great day for me. That'd be a great day for me if I farted and nobody barfed. That's not the joke. <laughs> it was just like, you know, what if you farted? I think we covered what would happen if I farted, Jane. You throw up your pretty little lunch. <laughs> Hobo Radio, the official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. Hello, this is John O'Hurley, and you're listening to Hobo Radio, where anything is possible. And now, here's Joel and Lars. Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And with me, a man who, because he's acidic, he can dissolve mineral deposits from glass, coffee makers, and other smooth surfaces. Big vinegar, Lars Periwinkle. <laughs> That's right. Don't yeah. you forget it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people are like, you know, what's the coolest thing about Lars? And I'm like, well, because he's acidic, he can dissolve mineral deposits from glass, coffee makers, and other smooth surfaces. Surfaces. pH is is low, baby. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, how you doing, man? All right. That's cool. All right. Doing pretty good. good. How about yourself? I'm just over here being all negatively charged and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh, yeah, I, I'm doing all right. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking uh, some guy on, like, I was Googling my name on Twitter and uh, some guy called me a bed bug. So I was thinking of, like, emailing him and the provost at his college and trying to get him fired. Mm. You know how it is. Topical. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that goes. You know how it is when you're up late at night Googling your own name? Looking for the slightest of insults in order to, you know, try to mildly rebuke a guy and hopefully get him fired. You know how it is. Hey, yeah, I know how that goes because you got nothing better to do. Nothing else going on. <laughs> yeah, mm. that's good stuff. Like, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I just bed bug. I just I love I'm a fan of someone like trying. I don't know if you watch like uh I think you should leave the sketch show on Netflix. Yeah, sure. It kind of just like makes me feel like there's a sketch that I love uh, from that, which is the whoopee cushion sketch Uh where the guy like they're having a meeting 
and the guy sits down and the whoopee cushion goes off and he like he's just like, what's the joke what the like the you know that's my farts don't sound anything like this they're way worse and like they smell horrible and mm-hmm. everyone would be gagging in their mouth so what's the joke like it just kind of felt like that of like <laughs> like what's the joke that i'm a bed bug what like because in real life <laughs> like you know like what are you doing it's such a mild like nothing insult like why mm-hmm. are you that angry about it I uh, actually, you know, I'm more like a lice because like <laughs> shampoo and stuff can get me out, and you don't actually have to like burn stuff. Like, it's, like what do you stop? Also, I loved the part where he uh, told the guy, "I invite you to come over to my house and meet my wife and children, and then call me a bed bug to my face," which just sounds like a really weird and expensive kink to have. Sure. <laughs> Should, should you t- should you tell them what you're talking about in case they don't know? Oh, uh, I mean that's most of it. But there's a, a writer uh, for the 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 newspaper of record, <laughs> the New York Times. Uh, mm-hmm. Are they? They're not Democracy Dies in the Darkness. That's the one that's owned by Amazon. Uh, they're the other ones. But I don't know what their <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what their fun catchphrase is. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, go, come do the crossword by Will Schwartz. I think that's probably it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he's there's a guy. His name is Brett Stevens. He's a, a columnist for the New York Times. But he's the guy that they hired because, uh, you know, the New York Times is uh, a more left-leaning type paper, I suppose. <laughs> and I no. It's the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's written by a, like when I close my eyes, and this is no disrespect to them. It's a, it, I'm sure it's a fine paper, but when I close my eyes and I picture the average New York Times writer, I picture that he has a monocle and a top hat. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, definitely. No, he's a pretentious son of a bitch. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. You don't like want to run into him at a party. No, absolutely. Yeah, the yeah the editor of the the Post is definitely like appears in every cartoon in the new yorker yeah yeah for sure so but anyway but so to because our news is so obsessed with like the idea of being fair and balanced which usually just means like hire one idiot with a really extreme opinion that swings the opposite way of the pendulum and that's Mm -hmm. that's balance right like if we Mm -hmm. (laughs) like if we just let one idiot say whatever he wants so this guy they hired him he works for the new york times he writes about how like climate change isn't real and shit like that's his job, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, so they, the New York Times, uh, in real life, had some bed bugs uh, infest their offices, and uh, a guy, a professor named David Karpf, uh, went on Twitter, and he like retweeted the story about the bed bugs, and he said the bed bugs are a metaphor, the bed bugs are Brett Stevens. Uh, which is not even like by his own admission, it's not even that good of a joke. It's just a thing that he wrote. Uh, I think he said it was something like nine retweets that it had. It, it got no attention. He's a professor. He wrote a like pretty bland joke that barely got any attention. Uh, but this guy, Brett Stevens, really seriously must search his own name because he didn't tag Brett Stevens. Like he didn't. The guy was mm-hmm. he, he's since quit Twitter from all of the 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 hoopla that's happened but uh but he like the only way he could have found it by all accounts they they don't follow each other they don't know each other he had to like type his own name into twitter find this tweet get very offended by it 
send an yeah. email <clears throat> to the guy where he CC'd the provost from his college to basically uh, be like, you know, I, you're a terrible pro- How dare you say this completely benign thing about me? Yeah, it's really it's a really benign thing. Like, de- define for me how it's even an insult. It's not. It's yeah. and it's not even a bad joke. It's a fucking thing. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's basically basically someone saying I don't like you very much. I'll make a promise right now, and I I don't have anything specific planned, but I feel confident that I can deliver on this by the end of this episode of Hobo Radio. I will have said something worse to you my friend of many, many years. Yeah, than almost that. definitely. Yeah, like it's a it's a stone cold guarantee. I don't know what I it, wasn't <laughs> like I wasn't really too hot on the acidic thing, to tell you the truth. Honestly, that already I'm trying probably, to get over it. That's honestly probably worse than calling you a bed bug. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Like I've been trying to think since you said fair and balanced and how that's thrown around like nonsense. I was trying to think of if someone has so, like I'm picturing, <laughs> I'm picturing a very filthy man jacking off in a corner, and what do you put in the other <laughs> well, corner? Try to focus to on the show. Out? Try to focus on because the show, Lars. Like, I, I get it. Do that in your off time, buddy. Right, right, right. You know? <laughs> so if that if that's if they're trying to balance that out, do you put another filthy person in the other corner jacking off because they think that is the solution? But yeah. I, you put I a clean say, person. You took a freshly showered you, person jerking off. And the other but I don't think they're jerking off. I think it's a freshly showered person standing in the opposite corner going, you know what's probably not very cool? Having to watch a dirty person jack off. Yeah. Well, you know what? Here's my least favorite. And this is so common these days. And there's like so we could spend a whole show talking about this. I don't want to because, you know, there was oh, we can talk about different jack off scenarios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, so the guy's hanging upside down right now. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> uh, no, um, like my least you know there's there's a lot of fact our news is failing us in so many ways and i really mean that sincerely and we you know normally we talk about like movies and shit but like the news is kind of terrible these like in terms of like that's the thing is everyone shits on it and oftentimes it's for the wrong reasons but i think that a lot of what's happening is that you know we gutted newsrooms they don't have the budgets they used to have they don't have the resources they used to have so they got really lazy and a lot of the reporting these days is lazy it's the mm-hmm. but here's an example of a thing that drives me insane that is it happens all the fucking time and it happens all the fucking time with like pop culture shit and it specifically like it is to me what happened with Star Wars which is this like on Twitter five people who are not important they combined they probably have less than a hundred followers will have some very extreme opinion you know like i i don't like the new star wars because a lady's in it to use an example you know but it's it's a minority of people uh with Mm -hmm. a very loud opinion but if you collect all five of those tweets and you mm-hmm. you post them in a story to go like this is one side of the argument and then on the other side you know is 95% of the fan base right <laughs> but you pick four of those tweets and you run four tweets for and four tweets against it makes it seem as if these are equal points of view with equal weight and are being taken. And I see it all the time. And it like, for me, when I go on Twitter, oftentimes 
what I see is just this echo chamber of everyone arguing against a straw man, against whatever the thing is of like, all I see is everyone saying like, well, for the people who believe this thing that the media has told me they believe, I just want to say this, but it's like a hundred people doing that and no one saying the opposite thing because the people Mm -hmm. who say it are these like edgelord provocateurs with like 10 followers who are just saying the dumbest, loudest shit imaginable to get attention and you're playing into it because it's the easiest article to write. You're making up the news. There is no news. The The story is five idiots who are so inconsequential. No one else cares what they have to say are now, you know, like have dumb opinion about thing that everyone else agrees on. But that's not interesting. What's interesting is to try to drum up controversy to, uh, you know, get that. But then what happens is if that small percentage is large enough, you know, we get this dumb new Star Wars movie that we're getting <laughs> because <laughs> because they convince themselves that The Last Jedi, which is a fucking amazing movie that by any metric was a huge success. It made yeah. all the money. It, yeah. you know, was well liked by critics. It did very well. But the belief or the optics are that it somehow wasn't liked because a few like a handful of you know you know just shitty nothings said they were gonna reshoot it and raised money but they didn't even really raise money they pretended like they were raising money to make a new version of it without all the ladies and stuff (laughs) and so then like you know disney panicked and we have to act like ryan johnson didn't make a good movie and we had to get jj abrams involved to make whatever what is probably gonna be in my pessimistic, you know, uh, assessment, just the most like pandering, yeah, non-controversial, sure. you know, mm-hmm. just, hey, here's all the stuff you like. Yeah, just taking no chances. Yeah. Basically, it's basically it's going to be if um, if Ron Howard had creative control the whole time <laughs> over this franchise. Yeah, I just, yeah. Anyway, did you see that new trailer? <laughs> I you know I haven't even watched it yet. I'm not even avoiding it. I'm just not interested enough. I have no real interest in this movie. If I will see it, no, out of obligation. But there's nothing I want from it. No, I texted you about the poster, and I like that's enough to tell me that I'm just I'm just not very enthusiastic. I'll be there. I'll be there opening night like I always am. I'm just not very. I don't. I don't have the vapors over this one. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I'm guessing you didn't see it either. But I was more excited. I did watch the trailer for the Mandalorian, and I, you know, I I'm, that looks rad as fuck. I know. I'm super excited for that. I'm. A, I really love John Favreau anyway. But like that yeah. looks like some fun. Just like what I want. Yeah, I'm. I am. I am drinking that poison. I will be paying for this Disney Plus. You oh, yeah. got me. All of the goddamn things. You just here it is. Take me. I am spread eagle on your bed. <laughs> Are you? Are you all right? There's, there's a, a horniness to your, your. I'm a sensual person. Okay, and I'm not hiding it anymore. <laughs> the clean cut Lars you've known on this yeah. show is gone by the wayside. Now I'm going to be a filthy motherfucker. Oh man! I, Lord help us all. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, that that poster looks so boring. I've seen some stills from the the previews just because, like, scrolling through the internet, you see them. Like, okay, I guess did I don't you, know. Did you see? I don't did especially you, care. Did you see Dark Ray? Uh, yeah, I saw Dark Ray. We all yeah. seen Dark Ray. I haven't even seen it in context. I guess none of us have really. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, it's nice because I feel like they're freshening up that like Kermit and then Kermit with the hood. Like now you can do that with Ray. Uh, me to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. You can do it with Ray now. That's exciting. Also, she has like some kind of maybe you can explain this to me. Uh, she seems to have like a Darth Maul type double edged lightsaber, yeah. but it yeah. it folds like it. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it folds. It folds because she has it. So it's if for anyone who hasn't seen this trailer, which is you, honestly, but yeah, uh, sure. uh, it seems like so that she's got them. Um, it's almost like the two handles are like they're they're connected, but they're side by side. They're both facing the same way, so that the mm-hmm. two. Uh, I'm going to use the technical terms because I'm a big Star Wars nerd. Uh, beams. <laughs> That's what they call them, right? Laser sure. swords. The yep, two. Laser swords, good. The That's two. What Luke Skywalker called them yeah. last movie. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what do they call that part of the light? Is that the lightsaber? I mean, I guess the, the I would lightsaber. call it the beam, probably. The beam. I, okay, so I nailed it on the first one. I doubted yeah. myself, but, you know, <laughs> kind of a nerd. Uh, yeah, the beam is focused through the kyber crystal. Okay, well... Kyber crystal sounds like something. Oh, okay, we gonna start pushing your glasses up on me now? For fuck's sakes! I just, I was more. Jesus. Kyber crystal sounds like something that uh, Marianne Williamson would tell you that you need to be happy. I think <laughs> you, need to, you need to balance those kybers, my friend. Uh, she, I think you could totally convince her to talk about midichlorians under the right set of circumstances. But anyway, oh yeah, most definitely, sure. Um. Uh, so, but they're, they're side by side, the two hilts. I'm going to assume they're called hilts. Hilts is good. Yeah. 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 And then the beams are side, but then in the shot while they're, they're ignited, she mm-hmm. is able to adjust the one. So it seems they're like click into place and now they're facing opposite ways and it's more the Darth Maul style that we all knew and loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he had the ability to do that with his lightsaber, because for some reason we killed him off in the first movie. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if he had had more time. Also, but then if you were, I know what you're saying. Yeah, they killed him off in the first movie, but don't worry. They brought him back in solo, so we'll see more of him. Nope, they got they I got gun shy there. Fuck. Just keep look. You say you were you're like all the movies you're making are good, Disney, and you, you guys like, are doing they're great. Not, they're not they're not all gonna be something that you can build another island nation off of. But they're all good. They all they've all made money. They're all well received. You could have just kept doing that. Well, what concerns me is the ones that you guys get nervous about are the ones I really like. Like I really enjoyed Solo way more than I thought yeah. I was going to, and I really liked the Last Jedi, and those seem to be the two that you guys like the least which really worries that's me that's not good yeah that's a bad that's sign not good meanwhile oh, like yeah, yeah. meanwhile i don't know kevin feige is like firing spider-man and like just he's like fuck it i'll make phase four is just nothing but like you know like characters you've never heard of and like really just balls out there like sequels we don't fucking care it's all it's all it's all going to hell now. And I don't understand why. Like, ever since Peter Jackson started making those those Lord of the Rings movies, it's we've just been on this upward swing. And we're talking for the, the better part of two decades now of just every time we think it can't be good, it is good. And usually exceeds expectations. But now everyone's getting gun shy. Everyone, like, I can't even say they're... <clears throat> um, 
They're money hungry because it all makes a ton of money. They're letting filmmakers and storytellers who love these things make make the movies the way they want to make them. And they're all successful, make a shit ton of money, and are really well received. And now all of a sudden here in 2019, everyone's going, nah, maybe we should go back to the way we, we were doing shit. And that is um, leave executives in charge of how we're going to be artistically creative. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, the like I think everyone's gotten too cocky. And they're like, well, we don't need the brilliant filmmakers and writers to do this shit anymore. Like the fact that Sony is cocky enough to go like, yeah, I think we're fine without Disney. We, we've got this Spider-Man thing. It's like, I don't know, guys. Like maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it isn't like it isn't like there was a one-off that was the best one and no one can recreate it. In that case, we're talking about um, two dozen movies. Yeah, they all did really well with like the basic of uh, basically the same formula of we're gonna trust the filmmakers and the people who are are in charge of this artistically, and just trust that they can they can make this you know kind of adhere to our overall goal. Well, here let me we because we've been talking about Disney way too much considering they don't pay a shit. Like get a, give mm. us a free subscription, motherfuckers. Like. <laughs> Because yeah, they because they need the publicity. They're, I'm sure they're going to sure. be handing out. Uh, no, but like, yeah, we. I mean, we've been talking about the last few weeks. They come up a lot, so I don't want to talk about them too much. Although we could, if we wanted to, talk about. I'm very fascinated with. I've been seeing stuff of like they've said Disney Plus isn't going to be have any rated R content. They want it to be family friendly. I'm curious what's going to happen to 20th Century Fox's film library. Is a genuine question I have, Ooh. especially because I've been seeing stuff on Twitter that. Uh, Part of Disney acquiring them, they're no, you know, there's like these small uh, theaters that do a lot of like retro screenings, you know, that's a big business of like come see it. But apparently, now that 20th Century Fox is bought by Disney, uh, these theaters are starting to come out and say like they're not letting them get 20th Century Fox stuff anymore. So, you like, they, you know, if they want to show a screening, a a class, you know, some sort of anniversary screening of Alien or Die Hard Mm -hmm. or something like Mm -hmm. that, they're not allowed to anymore. What the fuck? But also, that stuff's not going to be on Disney Plus. So where? So where is it? Where does that shit go? Like, I know that Disney owns a part of Hulu, but I have trouble believing that that's what they're going to do. I don't know if they are the motherfuckers going to try to like. Understand. Why? I mean, what? What is? What? It's a. It's a. Okay, you're Disney. I understand, and you're for children, but you're for adults as well. And adults know the difference between children and adults. What's <laughs> you a, know what I mean? It's kind like, of weird. No rated R content on here. Just why? It really does feel like they uh, really bought 20th Century Fox for the X Men. Uh, like we all <laughs> joked about it, but it's starting to feel like that because it's yeah. like, I, I mean, you could have kept. Fox as a thing, you know, like, oh, I guess they got the Simpsons too, are going to be on Disney plus, but like, but you know what I mean? Like you could have kept Fox as its own (laughs) film studio if you were, you know, if you want to make R rated movies, but you don't want to do them under a Disney banner, just have it be the separate thing that you own that still makes. I mean, are you, what are you going to do with, let's say the other content, like um, the shield or sons of Anarchy? But that's what I mean. You, you, yeah, you know? yeah. All the FX stuff, you guys own a ton of really great shit that the, and if it, I hope the answer isn't another app that is just Ugh. Fox stuff. I, yeah, I just don't understand why, like, are you policing the kids for their parents? Because they know, they should be watching their children's content anyway. And to tell you the truth, man, it might not be rated R, but a lot of Disney movies fucked me up when I was a kid. 
Well, also, the Mandalorian doesn't look like it's like he's not going around fucking having tea parties. Like, no. Star Wars movies might not be rated R, but they they definitely people get chopped in half and shit. They don't care. They don't. They've never cared about the thing they should care about, and yeah. that is violent content. It's don't say bad words and don't show a naked human body. Yeah, the only For time the only time you should ever see a penis is on the cover of The Little Mermaid. That's when it happens. <laughs> the only references to sex are the leaves being blown, you know, into the wind when, like, you know, in Lion King. In Lion yeah. King. Uh, also, yeah, didn't someone have a boner? Was it the priest in uh, Little Mermaid? Someone had a boner, I think. Yeah, they said it was that it was supposed to be his pocket or something. I don't uh, know. It's a boner. Those, it's a yeah, boner. those animators were thirsty. They were almost as thirsty as you are this week. Like, yeah. Oh no, I'm feeling it this week. Something in the air. <laughs> but uh, <sighs> but no, I, yeah, I, I really do wonder about all this like Fox content that you know. Yeah, like the like you said, the I didn't even really think about the FX stuff, but yeah. But where's Terriers going to be? Bring back Terriers, motherfucker. You guys have money. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> but, yeah, no, Mo Sons Donald of Anarchy, Rogue. like, you know, uh, what's, what's it, the shield? Yeah, all that shit. Like, you guys yeah. own that. <laughs> it's like, what, are you just burning it? You just wanted to make another Cyclops? Yeah, you can't. Here's the thing is you can't. You can't buy everything and then don't give adults adult content and adult entertainment. Yeah. Like that was, it's already there. You're buying things where it exists and then saying, no, it doesn't exist anymore. I mean, it's a very Disney fucking thing to do, but it's also fucking what Stalin did. (laughs) Oh, shots fired. I mean, it's what he did. Yeah. I mean, they're exactly like Stalin. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you holding that that sack of potatoes like it's your child? <laughs> I never had any child. The problem is, like, we're not allowed to make movies about Stalin anymore because Disney owns everything. <laughs> so mm. <it> been... <laughs> but, Stalin. By the way, do you want? Because uh, I was trying to pivot away, but real quick, do you want my Deadpool pitch? I came up with a pitch for Deadpool. The, th- the new one. Um, sure, sure, sure. I just, before you start, I just want to let you know they are already made a couple of Deadpools. Well, no, but I because they're going to make a third one, right? But how okay. do you how do okay. you make a third one okay. now? Because it's meta, you know. Okay, and there because yep. this has been real. There's been talk of like trying. We I think we talked about it on the show of like there's you know questions of it whether he would be folded into the MCU, which is oh, stupid. Right, and we were saying yeah, no, don't do that. Well, I don't, yeah, because it would he yeah like it would ruin everything because he would. He, his whole thing is being meta. He'd fucking right. talk about it. He already, yeah, we already did that. But this is what I thought about. You should still make a standalone Deadpool movie. But here's here's the quick pitch. This is what I was thinking: is like have like it be a whole meta thing where he's living wherever he's living, and basically, uh, you know, sort of uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy style. A big bulldozer shows up because they're going to demolish his home, and he's going right. to be homeless, and he's not going to have anywhere mm-hmm. to live. So he goes to the X Men mansion but he can't uh stay there because they're like you got to be more family friendly you know you can't you can't be here like which is kind of like that's what colossus has been doing anyway just really leans into Mm -hmm. like you got to change your image you got to be a family man i also like if you had the ability be a good time to have like tom holland be some in one of the rooms and just be like just be like how come he gets to be here and you could just be like his parents are fighting he doesn't have anywhere to stay okay you know get that joke in there i get it yeah he's a gifted youngster He's a gifted youngster and he's got nowhere to go, mm-hmm. you know, uh, make that joke. But then like, basically that's the whole thing is like Deadpool tries to be family friendly, but in a Deadpool movie and then also, uh, you know, cause I know what you're wondering. That's, that's funny, but what's the, who's he fighting? 
have him fight death, like have death show up because I mean, it makes sense because Vanessa was killed and then came back in the last movie. So I want Lady Death who, if you don't know the comics, there's a wonderful history of this character of Mm -hmm. death who in the original Infinity War, the reason that Thanos like kills half of all humanity or half of all everything is because he wants to fuck death because he's sexually he's sexually attracted to her and wants (laughs) to get her attention and Mm -hmm. deadpool also falls in love with death and there's a whole great comic series where they fight each other over like wanting to bang death basically Mm -hmm. and the thing is they're never going to have this character they obviously you know went a different way in the MCU for yeah. obvious reasons. Yeah, because death, death was also like a, a, some a kind of a hideous skeleton monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> but to me, like, uh, like, do it. Fucking do it in Deadpool. Like, have Death show up and want to collect Vanessa. And also, he kind of wants to bang Death. And, you know, that's your movie. Sure. Also, because I thought about it, too, Lena Headey. That's who I would cast as Death. That's a good death. She's good at like just giving withering stares to people and not saying a lot, which I feel Absolutely. like is key to the character. Yeah, uh, yeah, good pitch. You know, I'm gonna green light that. I'm gonna oh, go sweet. ahead and green light. Okay, that. so yeah. do you I have, don't have a, a shit? I don't have a shit ton of pull. Oh, do you have Ryan Reynolds' phone number? I, I you know, I do. Okay, text him. Never used it though because yeah. it's international. Oh yeah, Canadians, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Re- Regina, Saskatchewan. <laughs> But yeah, text him and let him know. I, I got to figure it out. I'll text him. Yeah. I mean, there's like, I know there's a lot, but you have to write the rest of that. But I think that that's, that's a good jumping off point. Someone else can run with sure. it. Sure. Someone else. Yeah, okay, here, I got this idea. I mean, you have to write the rest of it. I mean, I'll write the rest of it. Sure. Why not? Okay, fine. I'll write it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, you're hired. Thanks. Um, I can pay you nothing and I don't know if I can actually get it filmed. Okay, cool. Uh, well, that was, this is the best I've done since I moved out here to L.A., so I'm going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> First yes I got. Oh, man. They say you just got to keep, you know, you keep pitching. You never give up. Uh-huh. <laughs> but let's, you know, let's pivot away from this. Like I said, we've been talking about Disney. We've been talking about comic book movies. Let's talk about something mm-hmm. different. Okay. Uh, do you watch that trailer for the Joker movie? <laughs> oh, boy. You know what? I actually did watch that one. It looks serious and maybe good and i don't understand why they're making it or what the point is yeah it looks like um it looks like they kind of maybe a little bit written a sequel to the king of comedy i guess yeah scorsese movie from the early 80s i do believe yeah um which is unnecessary i don't know it's like i've always said about this movie it looks interesting it does look interesting i i don't know why we're making it 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 kind of feels a little like you're making a movie for incels <laughs> like, maybe yeah maybe, maybe a little bit yeah like here is your leader <laughs> <laughs> he's evil and needs to be stopped please take this hint they won't that's kind no, of they they're kind of their move they'll unironically yeah, yeah. love him and uh-huh. not heed the warnings yeah it, interesting enough i think it you know Ascend in the clowns is a little too on the nose, but they usually are with the DC characters. It was very odd for me. Well, I They didn't even say any words, but Mark Maron and Robert De Niro are acting on the screen together, I, which is 
weird. I genuinely like Molly and I watched the trailer together and I was like, is that Mark Marin? Like, is that why is he fucking Mark Marin? The sad part is I genuinely think Marin's the better actor at this point at these stages in their career. You know, I'm more excited to see him for sure. Yeah. Are they just going to um, like, I, but so you have him and De Niro together. Are they just sending back soup? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. And also it looks like De Niro's playing a late night talk show host, which those, those people are used to, they should be very dynamic and charming. Yeah, he seems like a bad... I feel like I'm shitting on De Niro, but it's been a while, and he's never been any of those things. Like, he's not... Well, he's he's, at his height... Especially personally, you know? At his best, he was never that. Like, he never... No. Yeah. No, he's kind of a curmudgeon. Like, that's... I feel like that was the appeal of him. Like, he's a crank. You know? He's... (laughs) he, He yells about stuff. That's been most of his career, I feel like. Like... Yeah, I don't like what does he do bits? I would I honestly look, I know it's a little late in the game, but like I maybe just make a movie about Robert De Niro's late night talk show character and like what it like make like a Larry Sanders show <laughs> type yeah. show, but it's just Robert De Niro host a talk show and it's nothing but his writers just like pitching him wacky ideas to do and him just scowling at them and being like, I'm not gonna do that. Yes. <laughs> Yes, he would. Um, yeah, he would be. He would be Gary Shandling, Rip Torn, and Ch- Jeffrey Tambor <laughs> all, in, all one. in one. Oh God, show me that. That would, yeah, that's solid. I'd watch that. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I I don't understand it. It's interesting in so many ways, but the thing that I don't know how you get around is how how are you making a Joker movie without involving. I don't know, Batman or Gotham what? or any of that. Yeah, what is the world? Okay, so here, first of all, for reference, the only time I can think of where they tried to do something like this, where they took a character from Batman and they placed mm-hmm. them in a oh, no. world removed from all other Batman characters. Oh, no. It was a movie called Catwoman. Oh, no. starred Holly Berry. Uh-huh. And it was great. Everyone loved it. It was uh, yeah. both a oh, yeah. box Just office like re- and critical remember, um, success. I remember they took some other uh, Batman characters and put them in a movie without Batman. It didn't really reference Batman or Gotham very much. Um, and it was Suicide Squad, also well-received. Yeah, universally loved, had a great version of the Joker in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you, man, did you hear that Steve, Steve Agee is going to be King Shark in the next Suicide Squad? Is that real? Yes, that's for real. That's pretty great. I did hear, (laughs) what I had heard is that Taika Waititi is going to be. I heard he was in talks as well. Yeah. For what? I don't know. I don't fucking trust it anymore because um, you put a, a character all over the poster for for this last Suicide Squad movie, and he had a line and then died. Yeah. Also, wait, AG is in Guardians of the Galaxy two, isn't he? Or one of them? Yeah, oh, yeah, he, yeah. He he dies in two. Yeah, so that makes sense. Two, but I I forgot that he was in the Guardians movie, so he has a history with James Gunn. Yeah, yeah, he was a, he was a Ravager. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. 
like there's no right. So back to Joker. I don't. Yeah, that that's a really good call. But also, it looks like that he's trying. This whole thing is new. Can I do I, my? Can I? Can I do, do it? Can I, I need a moment. So I. Okay. Uh, this is your first right. time listening, and you made it this far. Uh, I enjoy Batman. Uh, I'm a fan. I've been a fan for a long time. Uh, I here's my thing. The Joker doesn't have an origin story he shouldn't right. ever have one at best they should do what uh was that was an alan moore comic right where like uh you can do joker as an unreliable narrator talking to you the reader going yeah. like hey this is a possible backstory for me sure. that sometimes is how i remember it like sure. you can do something like that and i actually I think that might be the best thing that Christopher Nolan ever did in his trilogy mm-hmm. was he completely understood because I remember getting very nervous about that. I remember watching the dark Knight, and the first time he said, do you know how I got these scars? And he went into this whole story about like my father was a drinker. I was like, mm-hmm. fuck no. Why are you doing this? But then the second time he asked someone <laughs> if they knew how mm-hmm. he got his scars and told a completely different story. I was like, that's the shit. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have like a definitive backstory. He shouldn't, you know, it's, I like the Michael Keaton Batman, but I think that was a huge mistake of that movie was to give Jack Nicholson's Joker that the backstory that they did, they, they made it too tied together, you know, like it's just, he, the, what's interesting about the Joker, what's scary about the Joker is again, what I think Nolan understood is like, there isn't a way to explain him away. There isn't a like, oh, if you see these series of events, you'll like discover how he like <clears throat> if only he had been a successful comedian, if only these things had broken a different way. He mm-hmm. might No, he's fucking terrifying. He came out of mm-hmm. nowhere. He's chaos. He only yeah. wants to be like he's the devil basically he's just a malevolent force that like his only motivation in life is to fuck everything up and like just expose everyone as a hypocrite like make them like he's basically the guy from saw like he just he wants to create a set of circumstances to like fuck you up and you know mess with you mentally and like expose you as some kind of fraud or whatever like he's just that's what he's doing. He doesn't want anything else. He doesn't have any, he doesn't go home somewhere and like, you know, he doesn't have downtime. <laughs> like, I don't want to see the Joker watching like King of Queens reruns and like, you know, well, you don't want to see anyone doing that. For fuck's sake. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, you, you, you'd never wanted any backstory from him because you didn't want to know, what made him tick. You didn't want to try to, to sympathize with him. And also you don't want him to have any weaknesses. There's no motivation. Yeah. There's no way to get to him. There's nothing that he wants that you can give to him right? to stop him from doing what he's doing. What he wants is to do what he's doing. And that's it. And that's why he's the perfect foil for Batman because Batman is nothing but a set of rigid moral codes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like he believes that he needs to be doing what he's doing and thinks that it's okay that he's doing it because of like this series of like choices and decisions and ethics. Like, yeah, no, Batman has thought a lot about why he's being Batman and the Joker just goes like, like basically that's why I made the joke about him being an incel. He really is kind of the template for like bad faith internet arguments of like, I don't represent anything myself. I just want you to represent something. And I just want to poke holes in your argument to like fuck with you. 
that's to him. Yeah, exactly. Not to him. He, he's just a troll. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the opposite. Not because I. Not because I give a shit at all about what you're talking about, but because I know it will fuck you up if I do it. And yeah. that's all I want to do is fuck you up. Yeah, I win because you care and I don't. Yes, and if you exactly. get red-faced and shout at me, that's the result I want. Yeah, he's the original internet troll. Like, Yeah. And that's the, like the, the, the whole thing that they've talked about in their relationship for the last almost 100 years is that... Batman's doing the same thing, but he's doing it with rules, so he thinks that makes him better than the Joker. And the Joker sets out to disprove that. No, we're both fucked up. Yeah. We're both doing shit we shouldn't be doing, but you do it with a set of rules, so you think you're fucking better than me. Yeah, again, this is all the best of, like... Well, well, I don't think the Nolan movies were perfect. I think they perfectly understood the Joker. Like, every yeah. scene with the... Like, in, in addition to Heath Ledger just, you know, doing a fucking acting clinic in every scene, like, right. the actual writing of those two characters and every interaction they have is exactly, to me, what their relationship should be. That is a relationship, sure. Yeah. Sure. So what, so what is this movie going to be? I'm not saying you have to have... You can have a Batman without the Joker. That's, that's been done. But having a Joker without a Batman... Um, also been done <laughs> not very successfully and also having an origin story or is it an origin story i don't know what the fuck every time i've seen two of these trailers now and it just looks like joaquin phoenix doing random weird shit which i'm down for watching by the way i it's 100 percent on board it's kind of his bread and butter honestly yeah that's his jam he, he does is. that every day whether we're filming him or not you want to stick him in a costume and some makeup okay yeah. i'm in yeah i also yeah it's what's fascinating about casting joaquin phoenix is it's really hard to know what was an intentional choice of like i'm gonna make this the joker and what is just he's a weird motherfucker who just does weird <laughs> stuff yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so also congrats on the casting i'm just well, it was great I, yeah i can we there's, also there's no way to know i, I can glean nothing from this everything both these times when I've seen a trailer, I'm thinking you're going to come to the table with, I kind of see what they're referencing here, but it's kind of comforting to me to know that we both have our shoulders up with, what? I can, guess. Can we also, we'll see. like, can we talk a little bit about, because I'm very fascinated these days with, like, the way that all of the 90s, uh, you know, sort of. Um, you know, what's the, like, raunchy. I'm going to use the word raunchy. This is a word I okay. never use. But, like, all the, like, 90s, early 2000s raunchy male comedy directors have all pivoted recently. One of them won an Academy Award for Best Picture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that happened. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that, but that's a thing that happened within this past calendar year. Jesus. But uh, but they're all pivoting. They all want to be taken seriously. The guy who did uh, Meet the Parents, he's he's doing Bombshell, I think. Like, he's got the, like, Megyn Kelly Fox News movie. I'm pretty sure that's him. Uh, mm. They're all pivoting. But this is, like, this is, again, it's not super, you know, it's, I, it's serious. I realized I was going to say super serious, and then it sounded like a pun, which I wasn't even trying to do. But this is still, it's a comic book movie. But it seems like the cinematography and like the style and everything they're doing. It seems like an elevated comic book movie. This is a thinking man's comic book movie or something, <laughs> but 
this director is Todd Phillips. I find that really, yeah. it's very funny to me that it's, we're not talking about the fact that this is the guy who made like old school and road trip. And this is a guy who made a cameo in his old movie to say, I'm here for the gangbang. Yeah. That's him in his own movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that guy is making this movie that looks, you know, very... Uh, hey, anyone can make all kinds of movies. Yeah. Scorsese is all over the map in his genre. Same thing with yeah. uh, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson and Danny Boyle, all challenging themselves. We're going to make a new movie every time looking at you, Tarantino. <laughs> um, we're gonna try. We're gonna try something different every time. Try a new hand at something. Like we have different voices. So good on you. I'm down for it. This looks weird. Yeah. No, it for sure does. But I, I'm curious. I mean, you you have my attention. And Jesus, you guys needed to do something. I'll take this over Snyder any day for sure. Yep. By the I was way, just thinking about him the other day about. About yeah, I shouldn't even brought it up because I can't remember what movie I was thinking about. But I was thinking that was a good Snyder movie. Oh, it was um, it was Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, that, I'm like that was the I'm first like, one, you, right? You, you cut that zombie baby out of there, and that's a solid fucking movie. Yeah, no, I th- that was like his. Fir- I don't know if that was his first movie, but that was like his first big movie, right? I, like that one, he was still, you know, that was before he, I don't know, Red Atlas shrugged and took himself really seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was right around there. I don't know if it was like, um, I don't know if like he had done 300 before that or something, but it was right around that time where yeah. he, he, be, he became a name. And um, yeah, that was especially the, the opening sequence into the title sequence is damn near perfect. And then the, the rest of it is really fun, minus Mackay Pfeiffer and the zombie baby. Yeah. Also, isn't that, that's the one that has uh, the Richard Cheese lounge against it the does. machine cover of down with the sickness which is yep. very well I, I remember that sequence very well like I, and i haven't seen yep. that movie in a long time but that that's very well done mm-hmm. uh by the way I just i want to take a moment i've read a very interesting interview with joel schumacher uh for vulture magazine and i and maybe i really liked reading a joel schumacher like it it, it was an odd interview i kind of got like I don't know. This is just my opinion, but it felt like the Vulture interviewer was trying to do a little bit of like gotcha, <laughs> like not gotcha, but just like like it looked like they were looking for something salacious, you know, like they were trying mm-hmm. to ask questions that felt like they were trying to get something. But I genuinely just found Schumacher really charming. Uh, but they, they touched on a lot of different stuff. But the the Batman stuff was obviously interesting to me because. You know, I we it's no surprise I Batman Forever is okay. I enjoy that for the most part. Batman and Robin is a god awful movie that's unwatchable. Mm-hmm. Uh yep. but you know, he talked about all that like he he was very funny cuz the the interviewer asked something about the uh you know, George Clooney saying that he killed the franchise. And I you made me think of this because Schumacher said he's actually the same age as Batman. They came out they were both he was born in the same year Batman was created. They're the same age and he was like, but he you know, he's Nobody killed the franchise. Like Batman's still going. It's fine. He yeah. he, he survived our movie, uh, but he did kind of say that he regretted coming back for a sequel. And obviously, he didn't say a lot about Batman uh, and Robin. But like, I don't know. He alluded to the fact that Tommy Lee Jones was a dick on the set of Batman Forever. I've heard that. Yeah, heard that. which his take was that. Tommy Lee Jones is notoriously a scene stealer and then you paired him with Jim Carrey. And so, yeah, so it was, and it seemed like the way that he described it was he was just being 
very much a dick to Jim Carrey, you know, like because he couldn't like which actually explains a lot about what he was doing as Harvey Dent because I've always been baffled by Tommy Lee Jones's choice in that movie. And if you yeah. view it through the lens of he's watching Jim Carrey and feeling like, you know, like he's just a older man worrying that this is the end of his career and is desperately trying to out Jim Carrey, <laughs> Jim Carrey <laughs> kind of makes sense. Kind of makes sense. He, I don't know. He's really bad in that movie. He's bad. Yeah. He's bad. I mean, he's not look at the numbers, Batman. No, bad, but he's pretty. But they're the harbinger of your doom. They're the harbinger of your doom. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. That's not even true. Aren't you a doctor? <laughs> How did you make this suit? That's you don't. See. <laughs> I learned. I learned that in the fourth grade. It was not the Ice Age. So why are you playing hockey? Stop playing hockey with that. By the way, it's even though it doesn't make sense, it's still a better line than Holly Berry's what happens to a toad when it gets struck by lightning. No. The same as the anything. Same thing. That's so stupid. <laughs> Why is that in that movie? You guys, you didn't like fucking find a UCB like 101 class and just ask them to pitch better lines than that. You'll get something usable. Ask anyone, ask any kid with a comment. Ask anyone anywhere, honestly. Or just have her be like, fuck you. <laughs> Eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Your mama. <laughs> Anything would have been better. Yeah. I'm trying. I don't know why I was trying to think of good lines. I'm not going to, but it's fine. Anyway, I don't know. Schumacher. I, you know, like uh, that guy seems all right. Joel Schumacher. Was, he was born in the 1930s. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, they go. He read Vulture interviewed him. He had a he lot looks of, fantastic. He also, by the way, just going to put it out there because you know if it's true, I guess Bravo. I don't know. He says that he's had sex with uh, double digit thousands of men. Pardon. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> That's just a lot. I mean, like, I'm not. I'm not I mean, judging. I find, that, I find that more feasible than like Wilt the Stilts uh, yeah. claim of what was it twenty twenty thousand? Yeah, women? there's just no time for that. I here's my. I have some questions since we were here. <laughs> okay. First of all, how did either one of them have time to uh, make movies or play basketball? If right. you're doing that much fucking, but also if you have sex with twenty thousand people, how do you know that it's twenty thousand? Are you counting? Like, or because you know what I mean? Like, like that's so many, you don't just add some, like, are you estimating? But then how would you even estimate, you know, like, yeah, yeah. It's the seventies. You're definitely doing cocaine. Oh, he, and and he talked about his drug use too. And there's more cocaine. So it's not like you're rounding up. You're just like, ah, probably 20,000. I don't know. It makes it probably more like, like if you're going to brag about it, which don't, he okay, was, you, also, you got laid a bunch. What the fuck gives a shit? Also, I, in fairness to Schumacher, I want to say that, like, again, it was the style of this interview. I'm, I'm kind of, I don't really like Vulture. I what don't the fuck. hell was this interview, by the way? Now all of a sudden, like, how many guys did you fuck? It, that's what I'm saying. This interview was weird. It really seemed like it was like trying to get some, like, like it was just someone who's like, if I don't go back to my editors with some clickbait, oh, I see. like with I'm getting guy. fired, okay. like, because yep. he asked him a lot of weird shit like he uh 
I don't know. Like, apparently, you know, Joel Schumacher knows Woody Allen. Like, he was really trying to get him to talk about Woody Allen, you know? Like, which is just, like, you know, he lived in New York in the 70s. It didn't seem like there was anything. But you know what I mean? It's like, right. maybe I'll get him to say something about Woody Allen. Maybe I'll get him to oh, say he, something yeah, about... Oh, yeah, he was trying to get, like, a, a Paul McCartney. We're all jerking off in the same room Yeah, type of story. like, that's like, what... It felt like a this weird... old Hollywood guy. Yeah. He probably doesn't give a shit anymore. Like, did you fuck Richard Pryor? Just yeah. trying to find one of those stories. Honestly, that's kind of, yeah, like, that was a vibe. But then even, like, I don't know, he was asking him stuff about, like, child actors and stuff because, you know, he made The Lost Boys with the Corys, you know? Like, yeah. it, it just seemed like, like, dude was hoping that he was going to drop something, which was a shame because I felt like the stuff that he did say was really interesting to me, but there was just this overall tone of the interview that was, like, I don't know, like, trying for something that clearly wasn't happening. Right, 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 right. How, how many times have you eaten other people's poop? <laughs> Zero. Between two and 300 times? <laughs> but oh, yeah, anyway, question. so I, I don't, he didn't seem, and I feel like he was even like, because then the guy like tried to nail him. Down. Like as he said, it would be in like the double digit thousands. And then the guy was like really trying to get him to commit to a number. You know, you've been alive that long. And um, sure, I believe it. I also don't care either way. I think it's dumb to boast about that sort of crap, but okay, sure, you did it. I hope they were all of age. Yeah, nasty well, Hollywood motherfuckers. Well, no, he uh, yeah, because also in this interview, I don't know, he was asked about uh, what's his name, the you know X Men guy, the Superman X Men guy, the Brian Brian Singer. Singer. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, he, I don't know. Read it if you want, but it's yeah, who knows. I don't want. No, don't. I mean, it's, yeah. it's whatever. Anyway, point B. I was really just trying to get at the fact that like I don't know. Maybe I I like the Schumacher. I, I've I've made my peace with his Batman. But it also doesn't fucking matter. Nothing matters. But like you know, I I feel like it was just it was my own. I feel like I've kind of been mad at the guy and I just had that moment of like reading an interview with him and I was like, oh yeah, he's a person. He just made a shitty movie. It's fine. Yeah, I don't need. Fine. I don't need that's to fine. care he even, that he even remember. We, we he apologized for it on the DVD. Sorry yeah, yeah. about that. Yeah, he knows it's shit. You know. Yeah. He also that was the nice thing too is like because George Clooney obviously blames himself a lot and uh, he was like, yeah, this is very George. He did. He's fine. He didn't do anything wrong. You know, like it's. <laughs> nope. He didn't put the nipples on the suit. Yeah. He also that was another thing like of the gotcha type shit where the guy like was trying to be like, well, some people have said that it seems like you you know, made like Batman and Robin be really like homoerotic and that you were secretly trying to imply that they were like, you know, uh, gay lovers together. And he was like, well, first of all, I think you're asking me this because I'm gay. And he was like, uh -huh. I didn't create the idea of Batman and Robin possibly being gay. That's been talked about nope. a long time. Adam West did he, that. But he was like, but also I didn't put that in the movie. That was never my intention. I didn't think about that. And also being in the gay community, I think part of it comes from the fact that like, you know, George Clooney's a good looking guy that I think a certain like subsect of the community might be kind of excited if like, to think about yeah. him as being gay. Like, and I think it might've come from that, you know, like, of just, I don't think there's any tones like that in that movie. No, there's really um, not as that would actually make it a little more interesting. Honestly, oh my God. Give give me a little, a little bit of sexiness between Chris O'Donnell and, and George Clooney. And now we're remembering that movie for positive reasons. Honestly, there is no sexual chemistry between anyone and anyone else in that entire movie. Like, no, at all. No. There's no, that movie is not sexual at all. Like, it, no. 
No. It just feels like going to the ice capades or something. Like, I don't even know. And the thing is, there's a character in that movie who's supposed to be sexually charged and uses sex as a weapon. And even then, there's no chemistry between her and anyone else. No, no one's on the same page. No one. Like, because again, watch Batman Forever. Like, fucking Val Kilmer and Nicole Kidman seem like they yeah. want to fuck. Like, yeah, like, they definitely. I think they definitely did it. Yeah, she's like in a bed sheet at one point. And like, ba- yeah, she's wrapped up in satin sheets and that's it. Give yeah, no, there's yeah, that movie can get it, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> not to mention Jim Carrey's bulge. Well, Jim Carrey's bulge. And then plus, like, they, they do the whole like two face thing where it's uh, it's Drew Barrymore. And who's the other woman? I care. It's going to bother me. Yeah, I can picture her face, but I can't remember yep. her name. But like he has the because he's two face. He has two separate women, one who's nice and one who's, you know, naughty, naughty, naughty. <laughs> She's naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the part where they put the little blender mind reader thing to their heads and they, they're they both they're viewing cartoons, but one is like innocent cartoons and the other is like the big bad wolf. It's good stuff. Yep. Real good stuff. The movie's all right. It's okay. It's watchable. It's super watchable. I mean, and honestly, you really want let's you know what? Let's do it. It's the end of the show. Uh, I'm just going to go through them. Uh, okay. Adam West Batman, great. I love that movie. Like legit, the movie's great. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's good shit. The Miss Kit, what is it? Miss Kitty, Miss whatever, whatever. Kitka, yeah, Miss Kitka. That's yeah. good shit. Kitka, yeah, yeah. There was a, a penguin shark pulling on his leg. Yeah, yeah. And he had repellent. Oh my god, great. the amount of like. <laughs> The writers working too hard to contort themselves into how the fucking police commissioner and Batman and Robin are able to piece Uh together that all the villains are working to just watch that scene. It is the most sweat on a page. It's all a Blarney riddle. (gasps) Yeah. The Riddler. Like like you can sense the sweat that poured onto those script Uh pages in order to make that also make like track in (laughs) anyway. Uh, But anyway, uh, that movie's good. A, you know that that one, no complaints. Uh, sure. Michael Keaton Batman. Wish it wasn't so murdery. Wish they didn't do the Joker bat story backstory. But yeah, I like it a lot. It was great. Did a lot of good stuff. Sure. We got Batman the animated series because of it. Uh, yep. Batman Returns. Catwoman's great. <laughs> Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken doesn't hold up as well as you remember. But it's no, it does does not yeah. at all. But there's and, there's um, some stuff. I still I still like Danny DeVito. He didn't write his part. No, Danny DeVito. I don't know what he's doing. He's not playing the penguin, but it he's playing. They Danny. didn't write the penguin. No, it's 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 his. It's stupid. But whatever. I mean, he's he's making choices. There's some good stuff. I don't yep. know. Anyway, that one's all right. <laughs> uh, Batman Forever, watchable, good soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, Batman and Robin, the worst. Uh, oh, Mask of the Phantasm. Left that out. Great. That's good stuff. Oh, yeah, Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, Fantasm. that's great. Uh, the Batman Begins. Half of it's really fantastic. And the other half of it, it feels like homework. But, like, not bad homework. Like, you feel no. better after you've done it. Fun to watch. It's fun. It's good. The end is, is solid. And Liam, mm-hmm. Liam Neeson, he, he's eaten all that scenery. It's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What he should be doing. Uh, Dark Knight, 90% great. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's the 10%? A, a lot of stuff with Two-Face. Most, yep. of, most of Two-Face. 
Most, I, I would say the problem with Two-Face, and I'm sorry, is the casting. A lot of it is the casting, but they don't do him a lot of favors. When he fucking takes that gun away from the guy on the witness stand and then is like, proceed, that's just yeah. ill-conceived all around. Yeah, that is really, really dumb. Uh, but the ending's a bit of a mess of Two-Face as well. Uh, but yeah, it's the Two-Face stuff for sure. Um <laughs> The Dark Knight Rises, I like it a lot better than everyone else. I, you you needed to fix some things. There's some pretty bad stuff that should have been is better. Is there? Are there some bad things that should be better? But uh, but Bane is amazing. <laughs> I I love every second of Bane and every second of Catwoman. They're both great. Uh, and then they stopped making Batman movies after that. <laughs> we haven't had another one. That's right. That's right. They're all they all finished up. Yeah. So there we go. That was... Yeah, I yeah. think that that's good. Yeah. That's good. I thought it was cool when he fought Superman. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Martha. <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> Did you know that both of their mom's names are Martha and they call their mom? It would have honestly been more made more sense if Superman was like, wait, no, before you kill me. Save mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Save my mommy. <laughs> I don't save my mommy. I don't want my mommy to die possibly in an alley. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst, don't you think? <laughs> and then if like a tear rolled down his eye and he was like, I get uh-huh. it. Like, but like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's really, yeah, I just bought her this nice set of pearls and I'd hate to see uh. them snapped off her neck and her murdered. I would hate alley. to see her snapped off my God. I've also seen people point out that uh, expensive pearls don't do that. Just everything in Hollywood's a fucking illusion. Hey, um, a way to way to be a cheap prick, Thomas Wayne. I think that's what it is. Thomas Wayne brought his wife fake jewelry. It's got to be real. I'm a billionaire, so just take him. Shut up. I'm a billionaire doctor or something. I never really understood his backstory. Here's here's. <laughs> Also, like, you know what it is? Shit, I just pieced this together. Thomas Wayne, he's one of those billionaires that's, like, super uh, stingy with his money. That's why he bought his wife fake pearls, and he made them go to the movie theater that's in the bad part of town. The shitty part of town. <laughs> You're telling me you can't, you can't get that screen? You can't get Zorro screened at your mansion? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Like, you should, you're the fucking, like, king of Gotham. You could have been at the premiere, probably. Like, yeah. yeah, you're fucking, you saved $3 going to Crime Alley to see the fucking Zorro movie. You know what? It's his fault he died. I don't want to blame him but it's 100% his fault yeah, and also like you should shouldn't your driver be picking you up out front like oh no I parked on the other side of crime alley you know the parking here like I don't want to pay $15 so you know <laughs> there's, there's street no parking way your car is still there <laughs> you have a nice car it's gone yeah. I mean, park my Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. yeah my Mercedes it's on the street because the, they don't have meters if you go past crime alley down this <laughs> fucking yeah you know what like that guy fucking might as well have had just dollar signs printed on him (laughs) also so that's the question too did the did fucking joe chill even get anything off his wallet (laughs) (laughs) no it's just a ten dollar bill it was a ten dollar, but no, it was it was just the change from the popcorn. I brought just enough for a small popcorn that we will all share. 
No, no, honey, I'm not going to be tipping the valet. So, <laughs> no, he's not using the valet. No, but yeah, he's he bought a po- small popcorn for himself. He didn't even. <laughs> You're right. You may each have one handful. I'm a doctor. It's not good for you guys to have all the butter. <laughs> anyway, I would yeah. like to see. I'd like to see though in every iteration. Have we seen? Have we seen Martha's Wayne's pearls hit the alley? more times than we've seen Peter Parker get bit by that fucking spider. Ooh, that's a good... Because they showed it in Batman versus Superman. So mm-hmm. they... They sure did. Okay, well, they let's sure think did. about it. Let's see if we can... Um, So it was definitely in Batman. Mm-hmm. It... Uh, then did we... We didn't see it again. Honestly, I don't think... It was in Batman. It was in... Batman Begins, oh. and it was in yeah. Batman versus Superman. They didn't do it in Mask of the Phantasm. Obviously, the, it would have been a different show if the Adam West show ever had a flashback. Oh my god! <laughs> His parents being murdered. I don't think they. I don't think they recognize him ever having parents. He's no, it's never addressed. Yeah, he's just no. Batman. Yeah, there's, there's, we don't talk about where the the fortune came from or anything. But yeah, so so probably three times right that we've seen probably in the movies yeah yeah probably three, three movies i'd i never watched the old black and white serials i don't know if they addressed it or not right right, right. uh but no so then so we have toby Maguire. we saw it um then we saw amazing spider-man Andrew garfield for sure I mean, garfield. amazing spider-man yeah. but then it's uh i mean spider-verse i guess because they didn't show it in homecoming or anything no no he's always just he's always just been but they did show it in spider-verse they showed it in the the cartoon but they just showed it in the opening credits every time and probably the first episode but that's it yeah so it depends on yeah if you're going live action i think batman wins but you know if you go all references probably spider-man but you know i yeah i guess it's an origin story because it, you know, Peter Parker getting bit by the spider, that's an origin. But why is it that Martha's pearls have to hit the street for him to become Batman? You know, it's so specific, but it happens every time. Oh, also, it happened in Gotham. The show Gotham did it, Did too. it really happen in Gotham? Yeah. So I think it's in the pilot episode of Gotham, because I think that's the only episode of Gotham I ever watched. But... Uh... But yeah, it's always the pearls, like for some reason, and they always they always make that like they, it's always a close up of them, and it makes like a yep. really loud sound effect. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I also, I it's just you know, if we're gonna keep doing this forever, we're gonna keep making these comic book movies. I don't. I read comics as a kid, like. The comics, it wasn't like every few months in the comics they just started over and made you read how Batman became Batman again. You know nope. what I mean? Like, it was pretty accepted. Like, you knew it. You know, it would come up or whatever from time to time. But, like, you, you didn't. It wasn't like you picked up an issue and were like, why is this guy in a bat suit? What, his parents right. murdered? Right. <laughs> why is this guy? Like, the name was what explained it. He's a Spider-Man. Yep. I don't. The origins were quite often usually stupid anyway. Yep. They're the least interesting part. And yet Hollywood always thinks that we need them. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what that is. We, especially, yeah. At this point, at this point, or really at any point, we we understood the first time. They've never had to do that in X Men yeah. ever, well, and we're all fine with that. Well, it's also oh, except you know, <laughs> if we start counting how many times we've had to see uh, fucking Magneto go through the Holocaust, he's up there too. 
Yeah, or Wolverine <laughs> pop out of that pool. Yeah, honestly, they're no better. Yeah, it's true. Uh, <laughs> I think it's at least three because definitely they did it with Fastbender, and I think they did it twice in the uh, the um, yeah Ian McKellen ones. I think yeah. we saw it multiple times. I think of once. Yeah. Twice, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, but it's it's weird because for whatever reason, they made the choice in the MCU to not show it with this Peter Parker. Uh, and then, but they didn't do that with any other characters. And all of them, you can see outside of Iron Man, Iron Man's the exception to the rule because genuinely that mm-hmm. first movie, like, it's just really fun. And it's fun watching him become Iron Man. But mm-hmm. all the rest of them... The worst Captain America movie is the origin story. The worst Thor movie is the origin story. They stopped making Incredible Hulk movies because the origin story didn't work twice. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, they, most of their films have been, like, trying to do the origin story usually is shitty. And even in all of them, like, Batman Begins isn't as good as The Dark Knight. Like, start with the second one. Start with the second one. We, yep. We'll be fine. <clears throat> and honestly... The Michael Keaton Batman, I think, does it better than most because it's like, yes, we see his parents get murdered, but like they he's just Batman. We don't see him become ba- the part of like watching them become the hero is never that interesting. Like in terms of like, again, and Nolan like really got in the weeds on like, where does he order the cows from? <laughs> like, you know, where yeah. where does like let's really how is this sausage made? <laughs> Right. Or it's just like, just to get to the thing, like get to the fun part. Yeah. And trying to incorporate the origin into the rest of the story is okay, fine. But just don't, you don't have to do that at all. No. Just go. It's just rarely, go. Just start. yeah, it's rarely worth it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Hmm. You stupid loser. I realized I promised I was going to call you something worse than a bed bug and I didn't do it. And okay. now we're at the end of the show, so nah, it's in there somewhere. It's it probably is. Did I forget? Go listen again, folks. He was horrible to me. I He's probably a terrible, was absolute monster. This guy. I was to this dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> you bed bug. <laughs> uh, remember, question everything. Free South Africa. <laughs> You dumb son of a bitch.
time and I just been waiting for my life. Damn it, I've been thinking back to all day. Can we take a shower together? It's been a long day, babe. I got the gate key, meet me outside. I'm coming over, can you meet me outside? You know I really want to eat it out tonight. Uh, baby. I'm always gonna want you back in. I'm always gonna love you like that. You're mad and you're sure that I did what I did. You don't wanna let it live, but I just can't let it die. I'm always gonna want you back in. I'm always gonna love you like that. You're mad and you're sure that I did what I did. You don't wanna let it live, but I just can't let it die. of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. This is Joe. And this is Chris from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to The Hobo Radio. Joe, do hobos listen to Hobo Radio? I think so. They have one in their stick and bindle, right? Uh, that's called a bindle stiff, sir. Bindle stiff. And you know what? If you listen to The Curioso, you will get to know things like that. Because we talk about the weird, the strange, the bizarre, and sometimes the mundane that you just don't know. So enjoy your two hobos, but you can catch us at thecurioso.com on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Nicholas Cage wants you to. <laughs> <laughs>